What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're about to break down Thursday night football. Rams hosting the Saints. Rams four-point favorite. And as always, go down, like, and subscribe before we jump into it. And comment your picks and your bets for this Thursday night Amazon Prime matchup. I'm Paul. Pick them, win them, and I'm joined with. Hey, man. You already know. It's your boy, Kev. Waterbus boy, a.k.a. the Dom P.Y. You always know the realest on your screen. But, Paul, man, I got this bag. You know what's in this bag? Who's in that bag, Kev? <laughs> what separates us from greatness? And <laughs> what's in that bag? Right, what separates us from greatness? Hey, but don't worry. I got us. Whatever separates from greatness, I got us right here in this bag. Don't worry. I got us. I got us. <laughs> hey, but that's, that's still one of the coolest speeches I've heard. I fucking, I, I have to love Jamie. I can hate the Saints as much as I want. I can hate them as an organization, but I love Jamie Winston. That boy is a clown, but he's a clown in a good way. <laughs> yeah, pure comedic jester. Literally, and motivating at the same time, inspiring. Yeah, it gets you know it's one of them the, like the dramedies like they got the drama but it's still fun. He's the homie that you can like count on to like 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 there's like there are certain things and it's like oh, I can only bring like a certain amount of dudes and it's like he's one of the homies that can you know can come through on some professional shit like you can bring him to every function. All right, all right, James, I know you can slide. Come on. Yeah, man, but. uh I, and it sucks that he doesn't start, but for him to, to be the way he is, I don't, and doesn't start, like you don't see that out of backups. Like you know, they sit there, they shut their mouth and play their role. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I think a lot of backups are um, they're more behind the scenes, so like they probably are in the mix a lot more than we may know. But um, I think Jameis Winston is just a very just high energy, just adding. He just adds value to everything he does because of his personality. He does it without trying. So I fuck with James. But it's all love over here. What we got coming what we got going on today, Paul. Rams hosting the Saints. Four point favorite at home, the Rams are. Uh both teams need a win. Both sitting at seven and seven in the NFC wild card, where basically seven and seven gets you in. Or based on certain tiebreakers, you're sitting right outside of the playoffs. And that's where we're sitting at right now. The Rams are the seventh seed in the playoffs. And the Saints, for the same exact record, are the Knights, are Knights and they're out of the playoff. So neither team can afford a loss here. Uh, this is, this is I won't say for all the Marvels, but the, the time is winding down week by week. You, can, this is, you cannot afford any lacks and error, and you need to win every game. So I, I expect both of these teams to come in prepared, Ready, both have great head coaching. Oh, when Sean Payne's not the Saints anymore, but Dennis Allen's no slouch. But they both teams always come prepared. They got arguably one of the better defenses in the league. In the Saints earlier this season, we were screaming one of the best. Now they kind of, kind of look a little bit more banged up. But the Rams' offense since Week Twelve, arguably one of the best offenses in Week Twelve. So one of the top defenses going up against top offenses here. How do you feel about this Rams Saints matchup? Oh, this game matches up very, very well with each other. Good offense versus a good defense. Like you can't, you can't ask for nothing. You can't ask for nothing more, nothing less. So I'm really looking forward to this. I think this is going to be another one of those prime time games that are good. Not because these teams match up very well. Not because like they both 
They just have something to fight for. They're really trying to do um they're both really trying to get into the playoffs and they know that they can't fuck up right now. So both of these teams are gonna come and fire it up. Both of these teams are gonna come and ready. And both of these teams I feel like are gonna make very are gonna try to minimize this the mistakes. So this is what's gonna make this a really good game on Thursday. Yeah, I mean I do it is in Los Angeles. I think that plays a big factor also just because the Saints are – whoever is at home this game, I feel like it's going to have that home factor for real because I, I think the fans, no matter where whether side is on, it's going to be real loud, especially with all the implications going on. With all that being said, though, there's no real – I mean, there's no real notable injuries coming into this week other than the Saints do have Chris Olave who didn't play last week. He is still questionable this short week, but he was game time decision for Sunday. So I would assume come Thursday, a couple more days of rest, he will be playing this week. So it is a boost for the Saints. They need that because they did score points last week, but uh, Derek Carr, Chris Olave, I mean, that's been a real connection all year. And they already don't have Michael Thomas. Why don't I forget to bring that up? Michael Thomas is still on IR, so – but when do they have Michael Thomas? <laughs> but uh, I mean, I just look at this game as the Saints have to come in ready to prove something. Like they know they have to have seen that the Bucks just dropped four touchdowns, so they have to come and look at this Rams team as you're a very beatable team, and we're the we're the team that can do it. So it's up to them. I think this Rams team is um can show promise show promise on offense with Karen, with Kyron Williams with uh, um. Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, Matthew Stafford looking decent. And I have it um, I keep forgetting to check the O-line um, stats and everything like that. I keep forgetting. Every week I tell myself I'm going to do that to see the rankings and everything. But I haven't heard too much about um, Matthew Stafford getting his ass killed this season. So it, the Rams, It's not the best O-line, but it's way better than last year. It's like as long as you're middle of the pack now, it's a huge upgrade. Facts. So we'll see. How do you think this game is going to play out? Uh, <laughs> So, I, I'm i leaning towards the Rams here just because this body of work in the last five weeks, uh, Saints are two and three, two wins coming over the Panthers and the Giants. Two teams that aren't going to score a lot of points. You can play great defense, play real physical because you don't have to expect a deep throw over the top from Tommy DeVito or Bryce Young, really. But then you had, the three weeks prior to that was a loss to the Lions a loss to the Falcons, and a loss to the Vikings. And then you go to the Rams, they're 4-1. and one. Like I said, since week 12 after their bye, they've been playing some of the best football out of all teams. One loss was the overtime loss to the Ravens, 37-31. to 31. And then it's 28-20 last week, even though two of those touchdowns came in garbage time. It was really 28-7. Uh, then they beat the Browns, 36-19. They beat the Cardinals, 37-14. They beat the Seahawks. Um, I just think there's a couple of teams on there that are like the the Cleveland Browns win, the Seahawks win. Those are a lot more notable wins over the Panthers and the Giants. And just the way they've been playing football, they're scoring 30 points on average. The Saints defense, I don't think is going to be like they'll they'll make they probably get maybe a Stafford takeaway, but they're not that good at, at stopping the run. And Kyron Williams this past few weeks has been one of the top running backs in the league, and the Rams have fed him the ball. They're not – like, they're letting Stafford 
be okay with not throwing 40 passes. They're like, fuck it. Let's let Kyron touch 25 times. And it, the, the results have been great. So I expect similar to that. And then the eat off the play action, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua. I just don't think the Saints defense is going to stop this team from scoring 27, 28, 30 points. And that's enough points to beat the Saints. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think the Saints team has to understand that, like, yo, we need to win. We can't give this bitch up for nothing. Like, And then they come in fired up. If they get the right speech, if they get the right – they can win this game for sure. I just think that the defense is good, but I think it's still at holes. And I think a gelled, a gelled offense like the um, – like the Rams can find holes in that defense. And that's why when it comes to shooting that bitch out, I don't think Derek Carr can shoot it out with nobody. I think he can have good games. I think he can play well, but I don't think he can shoot that bitch out with nobody. So I'm personally going to take the Rams. I think the Saints can come in and win a game like this and fight up. But I think the Rams also have these same implications. And... They they can they just have they and they also have the home field advantage. I wasn't really calculating that when I made my pick, but I was like, yeah, let's throw that in there because why not? Why not? Give it a little extra. No, I'm saying. No, well, yeah. So we're both on the Rams, but you can never count out the Jameis Winston motivational speech in the locker room. Yeah, that was my. I'm what I'm saying like this Saints team could win this game, and it would make sense for them to because. They're going against because they have to deal with a Bucks with a Bucks team that's low key heating up in the NFC South. So they can continue to they have they know they have to continue to win. But the Rams also know they gotta win because they have a 49ers team in their division and they can't give up no L's. Their right only now. only thing is the wild card. And Facts. like and they also got the Seahawks in the same division. Facts. But yeah, no, we're uh actually we can't I thought we we're gonna dip out after this, but there's actually two Saturday games as well this weekend. This is back-to-back weeks with Saturday games. Oh, nice. So we're both on the Rams for Thursday night. Two Saturday games, one at 4.30. AFC North rivalry. Steelers hosting the Bengals. Steelers 7-7, seven and seven, Bengals 8-6, and six, both behind the Ravens. So they both need wins to stay in the wild card. Jake Browning has lit a fire underneath these Bengals squad. Whereas on the other side, Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, ghost of Kenny Pickett, it doesn't matter who you put in there. It's not working. How do you feel going into this game? And I will say, Steelers are home. Bengals are two and a half point favorite on the road. So it's not about it's not about how I feel in this game. It's about what I know. Because you know how I feel. I'm going to be like, man, I think the Steelers defense is enough to get the job done. But – I know that the Steelers' offense is not him. I also know that the Steelers have players that are not – they're not buying into the system anymore. Like, it's starting to – like, and it's starting to look onto the field. And I don't think Mike Tomlin's ever deal with some bullshit like this before. Motherfuckers not buying into the Steelers' way. So, like, there's a lot going on with the motherfucking Steelers over there. So that's what I know. What I also do know is that this um, – Bengals team with Blake was still trying to make the playoffs, and Jake Browning is gelling well with this um team. They're gonna be missing um Jamar Chase with an AC because he has like an AC joint sprain or some shit like that. He's gonna be gone at least this week. Might be gone again next week. 
But we'll see if Jake Browning can um, make it work with T. Higgins, Todd Boyd, Joe Mixon, because they still have weapons. They just left the Ferrari at the crib. So Jake Browning, uh, I don't know if you forgot or not, he actually got his first start was uh, uh, against the uh, bank, not bank, but against the Steelers, uh, and they lost sixteen to ten that game. Um, Jake Brown didn't have a bad game, but it wasn't Jake Brown in recent weeks. It was two twenty-seven, a touchdown, one interception. Uh, it didn't like a. We were kind of at that point. We we're like, well, it's the backup to the Bengals. The defense did what they were supposed to do, sixteen ten. Uh, but then fast forward, now we're seeing Jake Brown come to his own. It makes me want to lean the Bengals, but now I also feel like two and a half feels like a very short spread for like how bad the Steelers have been looking. Like, is this is this the trap that they're trying to set up? Because I feel like everyone's on the Bengals right now. The whole the whole world's on the Bengals to probably beat the Steelers, but they're not taking into account the the terrible towels are real. No, that's fact. Especially if they play a if they played a close game at home in Cincinnati. Yeah, like, uh, I'm going to end up ultimately taking the Bengals. But, and mainly because the Steelers, they were 7-4. and four. We're sitting here like, bro, 7-4, and four, yeah, they have bad locker room stuff going on, but, like, they're winning. Now they're 7-7, seven and seven, three straight losses, two at home against the Cardinals and the Patriots. And that's what ultimately sways me to say, fuck it, maybe the terrible towels isn't going to, to change anything, you let the Patriots come in this bitch and beat you. You let the Cardinals come in this bitch and beat you. I think you can let the Bengals do it too. Even though they beat them already earlier this year, actually that makes it even – everyone splits games in this division. So it only makes more mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, and it wouldn't be shocking if the Bengals fuck around and um, they played a lot of close games. The last game was an overtime win against the Vikings. So it wouldn't be shocking the Bengals come out and the Steelers, and we find out this the Steelers found something that they were um tripping about. They found something that wasn't um they found a hole that nobody noticed, and they can make the Bengals go back to looking very regular. But that's a what if, and that's why I started off with what I know. In our last game on the slate, Kev, we got the Bills, 11-and-a-half-point favorite. at on, I mean, on the road, taking on the Chargers. <laughs> oh, fuck. Chargers are dead. I think that's a simple – they let someone in the National Football League drop 63 on their fucking head last week. Deceased. I'm talking about if you let somebody drop 63 and Maddie, you're not supposed to leave the house the next day. Yeah, and Austin Eckler was getting, like, third-string touches, too. Yeah, they're fucked. Yeah, they're all the way fucked up. I mean, you could bet money on the Chargers, but, like, that would be just stupid. only so, like, thing they got is the coach firing game. That's the only thing that I think they got. And that's only if you think they could not even win the game, but just cover 11 and a half. I'm not trusting this Chargers team for nothing. And with the Bills, how they're playing, this could be the Bills. Remember how they started off last season as smoking teams like 50 to 
14. Yeah. We good. And Josh Allen's running right now. And James Cook is running. <laughs> and the way they run it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they run. They're going to run their ass over, bro. I yeah. do. Honestly, yeah, Bills, Bills by a million here. Yeah, yeah, bills by bills by whatever the spread is. I'm taking that, and I'm and I'm buying the extra five points. And this game will be on Peacock, Kev. Awesome. Yeah. And it's always fun. It's the games that we get crazy disrespectful in. Those be the games that we have an upset since. But that's oh. usually more than me. No, that's true. But this is the inaugural Peacock game. I think it's the very first Peacock game. What does that mean, Peacock? The, the, that's where it'll be on. It's on Peacock Network. It, it, like it's not on. It's not gonna be on cable. Like how Amazon Prime has Thursday night games. Oh really? So wait, isn't Peacock just NBC? So it's not gonna be on NBC. I don't. That's just said. The four o'clock game says NBC. Like it tells me the station it's on, and then on this mm-hmm. game it says Peacock. So it might just be oh, wow. Peacock exclusive. Oh, that's fine. That's very interesting. And yeah, so Bill's gonna put on a fucking show. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I want to see them play more games in Buffalo because, you know, this is when their fans go crazy, crazy. No, facts. But, uh, yeah, we got three games before we get to the Sunday nights. Nice little keep y'all – it's a nice little appetizer before the main dish. Should be a good one. What could go wrong with the Bills and Chargers? I was like, dude, would you like – where would you like me to start? (laughs) It'd be like a Joey Bosa, Josh Allen. Bro, John Moran just hit a game winner, first game back from suspension. Damn. No, no, I, I could I wanted to put the game on, but for some reason, my stupid ass is too lazy. Damn. Him, they said him and Zion were going back and forth. Oof. Well, after y'all Don't finish worry. this episode, go peep that. Totally blitz hoops coming soon. As always, we appreciate y'all's time. Go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your picks for not only Thursday night football, but Saturday night and Saturday afternoon. Should be a nice little three games before we get to the Sunday picks. As always, I'm Paul Pickham Winnell. Join Kevin, Waterboy, Savoy. If y'all didn't know, now y'all know, motherfuckers. <laughs>